0: Welcome to Sidebar, where I take time in between our bi-weekly episodes to answer listeners' culinary questions. Please keep those coming by sending me a note or voice memo to Jennifer at homecookingny.com for a chance to have yours featured on the next episode. Listen in. Today's question comes from Julia Rose in Los Angeles, California. And she is curious, along with lots of you, I'm sure, listeners, um, What is the correct salt to use for cooking? So I have a whole lot of salts here in my kitchen and I'm just gonna pull them all out and try to explain the different kinds of salt that I have and why I would use them and when. Um, So I have four dishes of salt in front of me. I have, this is a container of fleur de sel sea salt from France that I actually picked up in France two years ago and still have not managed to get through all of it. It's kind of a wet looking, really granular, sort of large sugar crystal size salt that is really hard. You can't crumble it through your fingertips. Uh, you just add it um, as a topping at the end. So good sea salt, which is just evaporated seawater, is really not used for cooking. It's used for finishing. It's not worth using such a special salt um, in a preparation that would either melt it or make it indistinguishable from any other flavors. So you use sea salt as a finishing salt. So this is um, fleur de sel. There's also another kind of sea salt that I love that I keep in an old jelly jar called Maldon sea salt. And these crystals are very different. Fleur de sel looks like coarse granules. These are crystals. Um, The Maldon sea salt are soft crystals that I can pick up in my hand and crunch with my fingertips and both sea salts have different textures but they both have the same flavor and that is briny and clean so that's why it's a great finishing salt because it gives a nice sort of you know clean salty crunch and taste to food so you're going to put it over salt uh, sorry put it over salads or meats roasted vegetables it's really best in salads and then I have a third kind of sea salt. This is called real salt. Um, I've seen it from a different varieties, but like Celtic sea salt, this is fine granules. It looks like table salt, um, but instead of being iodized uh, white granules, this is, has a couple of different minerals in it. So it has kind of a pinkish hues to it, but it is nice and something you can put into a salt shaker, but it still has that clean briny taste. So these are all three sea salts, just different Um, texture. So I have fine sea salt, uh, flaky sea salt, and fleur de sel, which is more of the crunchy sea salt. All right, so those are the sea salts. But honestly, 90% of the time I cook, I use my trusty kosher salt. So kosher salt is in a big dish with a little spoon in it that I have right by my stove because that's what I use for all of my cooking. So kosher salt, uh, which is, sounds like a kosher product, but it's actually not. It's called kosher salt because it, it's used to kosher meat. So kosher meat has no traces of blood left in it. Um, and this particular shape of salt, kosher salt is a flat flake. So it lays flat onto meat and is able to draw more blood out. So that's why it's used for koshering. So it's called kosher salt for that. But no one is using it you know, in cooking preparations for koshering meat, but it happens to have that name. little bit confusing, but it's just a plain old salt. It's from a mine or sometimes it's fabricated in the laboratory, but it's not from the sea. It's all purpose salt, very inexpensive, like two or three dollars for a three pound box. And you use that for everything. So chefs prefer kosher salt because for two reasons. One is its texture. So when I pick it up with my fingertips, if you can hear it, it feels very granular and grainy, and it's very easy to pick up. So it doesn't fall through my fingertips the way table salt would fall through my fingertips because of the way that the granules are made. These are flat flakes. They all stick together really nice, so I can stick five fingers into my salt jar and pick up a whole bunch. Second, I can see it. When I sprinkle it on food, whether I'm cooking the food or sprinkling it over roasted vegetables, it's very clear where the salt lands. It's not like, again, table salt, which kind of disappears on contact when it... when it. Um, is spread on something that's wet or oily. This maintains its shape. So you're very clear on how much salt you've added to the food. So for those two reasons, its texture and its visual appeal um, is why it's preferred by most chefs. In every restaurant kitchen, you're going to find kosher salt. Anyways, I hope that clarifies a little bit about salt.